0: You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy Podcast with Kara Covone episode number 18. Hello there. So today um I want to talk about purpose. I know it's a lot of a uh, buzzword and everybody's talking about purpose, but um yeah, so I'll uh, I'd like to share my take on purpose and and here we're gonna talk about purpose for you as a person as well as in your job, your organization, your team, your function, um, and the energy that comes out of that. So I would like you to start thinking about when in your life happened that you really had an amazing energy, when you felt you were being part of something, because that's really, to me, the birthplace of purpose. And if you look at your different parts of your life, you know, those moments, those epiphany, it could have been something dramatic that happens in your life, that happened in your life. And all the energy that wells up, that really is where there is a seed of, the, of your purpose. And I, I'd like us to start going back through our life and, and look at those moments and see when we did make a difference because you want to make a difference. We all want to make a difference in this life. We all want to make a contribution. And by start identifying your purpose and really start dwelling into it, this is really where you can put a lot of meaning into your life. Now, when you start something, in the beginning, it's going to be fragile. It's not going to be well-defined. You have just gotten that energy, that pulse, and you don't know yet where that energy is going to bring you, where it's going to go. And that's okay, right? Let's not try to overdefine in the beginning. It's going to get clearer and it's going to get more crystallized as you progress. So don't be too hard on yourself trying to immediately want to have it so clear and crisp. But start just paying attention to the energy and where it's coming and start understanding it and looking into it and observing it, how it recurs. It's just that by paying attention and being aware, you can be making it, you can help yourself making it bigger and crystallize. If you just let it pass by, you're gonna lose it. And so if we're looking at organizations, if we're looking at functions, I remember I took you know my team at the beginning of you know, when, when we started restructuring and had a new team and in the, immediately we went out and had a full two days to start looking at what is our purpose and really I wanted everybody to own that. And it's, it's okay to start doing that and really own it all together. The only problem is that if you want it to be perfect and clearly defined then you're going to be missing out on the power of the journey, you're going to get through it. Because the reality is that your purpose is not going to be defined in that moment, in that retreat, outside everything, outside the real world. Your purpose is going to get more clear as you progress, together as you live it. So the purpose, it's more of an evolving journey than something you do on that, on that two days outside. And you will get crystallized as you progress. So if you wanna start you know, taking your, your team outside to define your purpose, do it with, a, with the mindset that we're putting a seed here. This is what we think the energy and that nerve of our purpose is, and let's live it. Let's come back into six months. Let's try to make it crystallize and make it evolve in our, in our role, in our jobs every day so that then we can even more be clear about that. And I think it's really interesting as you define your purpose to actually um, being active listening. And there is three different dimensions to listening. The first dimension is listen to yourself. Listen to what's going on inside your soul. And if you're not fired up by your purpose, be sure that nobody will. So spend some time to look at What is that drives you? What is it that fires you up? What is it that makes you get up in the morning and really get excited and pay attention to that and write it down because that is something that you want to nurture and, and, you know, and let grow within you. So listen first to yourself. So if you're a leader of the organization, ask yourself, why does your business exist? If you're a leader of a function, ask yourself, why does your function exist? What is the contribution you're making into the organization? And that's why you want it to be authentic. You want to be true and meaningful for you. The other dimension to defining the purpose is about listening to the people and understand what moves them. So if you are taking your team outside, listen really carefully what is it that makes them get up in the morning and be excited? What is it that drives them? And how can you how can you leverage that energy in a way that will be um, for, for the for the good of everyone? And then the third dimension is listen to those you serve. So if your organization listen to your customers, listen to your clients. If you are supporting function, listen to the stakeholders, listen to the other function and what makes them, what they value and what you are providing to them. Because the interesting thing is that they will help you find the language for you to define your purpose. This needs to be something that you all own and understand. So you will get better describing your purpose and you will make it more engaging and you will make it contagious. This is really the power of start defining um the purpose of your function of your role of your organization in a way that it is meaningful that is not just a board sitting in a kitchen or on a powerpoint slide now sometimes when we are in our jobs we feel like we are running really fast but we're not really advancing right it feels like we're staying here in the same place if i look at you, know, you look at yourself, look at your job, look at your function 12 months back. How much really did you advance towards something, towards your goals? And that's where really the purpose has a huge, huge role. Because it really can get you out of that treadmill. So your relationship with your purpose is what can get you out of that. Because as we said, purpose provides you the energy. And you cannot have progress without without that energy and that energy it comes from your purpose you see how it all gets together hangs up together so if you want to be getting out of a treadmill you feel like you're tired or exhausted and staying still then ask yourself is I'm I clear with my purpose do I have that energy that lives me that allows me to actually be able to become more efficient to be able to be more commitment committed purpose when it's shared and it's owned by the individuals has an amazing power because you will not have to motivate people again you don't you will not have to um lead them so much because they will self-lead themselves driven by their purpose driven by the the reason they are there they're getting they're they're working every day with you and now A lot of big organizations have amazing systems. You know, you have structures, you have meetings, you have PowerPoint templates um, where you fill in all those beautiful templates, but they sometimes are weak on authenticity of their purpose. They might have a purpose written somewhere, but those tend to be a lot of empty words that management is not living on a daily basis and i think because everybody is talking so much about purpose this is the right moment for you to challenge that within your organization step up if, if you feel the the purpose that is hanging in the kitchen board <laughs> doesn't really strike any energy doesn't drive your energy of your team of yourself then challenge that be open and courageous to say, you know, guys, maybe we need to look at it. Maybe we need to make it more, more real. Maybe we need to live it. How do we make it live this, this purpose? If you are disconnected to that, what are the stories we can tell that exemplify this purpose that makes it real so that we can all really, you know, that that it resonates with all of us. You feel like, yes, yes, I can see that. I see the link between what is written there and what I'm doing today. That's really interesting exercise to do. So challenge that. Leverage all the systems you have in your organization and use them to make your purpose more authentic and more real. Because no organization gets a pass on purpose. You know, sometimes you have companies that feel like, okay, but I'm, I'm distributing food, say, and. And you feel like, you know, what is my purpose? Distributing food? Well, not. That is the mean to an end. Your purpose can be serving people to make their life easier, to make their life better, to make their life more convenient. That's your purpose. You are helping people making you know, the right choices by delivering them the right food. So you got to elevate your job, your daily job, from a big, to a bigger purpose. That's really the exercise you can do. And as a leader, you have the responsibility to do that and then share that story to, to all the level of the organization. So look at your job and, and really start looking at it from a bottom line purpose. What is the contribution of your work to meet the needs of the organization? And, but don't do that with a judgmental hat on. Do it with a curiosity hat. You know, what is it? How, do, how can I relook and redefine my job in a way that it is more motivating for me, that is more engaging? You know, there's this famous story about these two guys um, putting one brick over the next. And one guy says, what are you doing? And, you know, this guy's like, oh, I'm just building a wall. And the other guy, exactly the same job, he says, I'm building a cathedral, right? So having that ability to see beyond the daily routine, the daily job you're doing is so important. And some people are self-sustaining and they they manage to do it by themselves. And some others might need some help with that. So help them, help your teams identify the real purpose of their job so that they can be more motivated if you feel like they have a dip that that motivation is is kind of you know it's kind of um not as strong as it used to be so i love the idea that our purpose and our journey in our job is to become a better person and how work helps us become more equipped better equipped and realize our full potential and And the intersection between your life and your job is really what helps you become that better person. I know there are some people that don't work and they, you know, they dedicate all their life to, you know, to work maybe at home. And that's a job as well. So the most important contribution you can make in your work is not the work you do but the person you're becoming. And I know it might sound a little disruptive, but listen to this. If you're becoming the right person, when you're evolving into your next version of yourself, of course you will be dedicated. Of course you will make a contribution. So by not focusing your attention on the contribution itself, on the work you're doing, but on you evolving as a person, the contribution becomes a byproduct. The more you evolve as a person, the better the quality of the fruit you will produce. So it's a win-win. And I think this is so powerful. And this is also, again, for you to look at your job in this, through this lens, it will give you a different drive. You're here to become more equipped. You're here to become a better version of yourself, to evolve, to grow, and your work will reflect that grow. I think this is an amazing way of looking at your job, looking at the contribution we're making in our life. Now, what happens is that sometimes the commitment can get disoriented, meaning that you're working too much. You're working over your capacity. And that is very dangerous. So I want to talk a little bit about the rhythm of rest and work and how we balance that. Because the reality is that very often as leaders, we tend to overblame stress in our life. Yeah, we, we hear everybody saying, oh, I'm so busy, oh, I'm so stressed. Well, you know, maybe people don't use the word stress because it, it has a negative connotation, but everybody is saying, oh, I'm so busy, right? And that to me kind of says the same thing. And of course, there is no way you can get everything done. You know, as leaders, we have these piles of things that we need to, we need to take care of. And that generates that overwhelm. So this is where we got to make sure that we are balancing our stress level and, and we take enough rest for us to recharge. Because stress in itself is not bad. We all know it, right? We actually perform really well under stress. This is when the adrenaline kicks in and it helps us create growth. But the problem is that we don't know how to recover. So we spend a lot of time strategically planning you know, our work and how much, you know, all the meetings and everything that happens in the work life. And we completely underplay and underplan the recovery side of our lives. Because we love our jobs so much, we, we clearly work and work and work and we underestimate how much time actually we need to recover. So there is really this daily rhythm and the recovery process needs to be intentional, like everything in our life, we need to have protocols. We need to have intentional planning rest in our life so that we allow it to happen. Otherwise, it's just going to, you know, the work is just going to take over because we love our work so much. So this is where we can look at the relationship between our capacity and, and actually the challenge factor in our life. So, so let's say, you know, you have a lot of capacity. Yeah. So you have a lot of time to, in your hand, but there is no challenge. What happens then? You get bored, right? You have a lot of energy, but that energy is not applied to much challenging things. You get bored. So often we see, you know, people actually in their jobs maybe getting bored because you know, they're maybe in a transition phase. That's danger, danger zone. <laughs> and then we have the, ex- the other extreme when you have too much challenge and it is actually above your capacity. That's where you get overwhelmed. That's where you get to stress. And it's interesting that in both cases, the result is actually the same. Escapism, withdrawing. You want to run away. You're too bored. Oh my God, I need to do something. I'm so bored. You're too stressed. Oh my God, I need to get it out of here. I need to fix it. So both when you have too much challenge or you have too much boredom, that's really an alarm ring needs to go on. Because you are in a danger zone, and very often you're gonna make a dumb decision in that moment. You're bored, you're gonna buy something, make a purchase, make a decision, escape, you know go to a next job, and you know you might not be in the right place to make that decision. You actually are not in the right in the right space to make that decision and the and the other way around is also true. If you're too stressed and you're making a decision in that moment, that decision is going to be driven by your primitive brain. So it's very likely that it's not going to be giving you a long-term reward. So you've got to watch out when that happens. So if you are in a stress situation, if you are overwhelmed, take a walk, take distance. Decentralize yourself from the problem. Don't take the decision in that moment. Restore your soul and then come back. And think about what decision is right for you in the long term, not in the short term um, reward mechanism type of mindset. So rest is so important. It gives you the sustainability in your work life and in your life in general. So we got to pay attention to it and plan and be intentional about it. And not feel guilty about you taking that hour for yourself, for a walk, to go play tennis, go... Whatever you want to do in that time, plan it because that's actually exactly what you're doing to be back at work and endure your hardship and do a better job when you're back and restored. Don't go on and on and on until you're exhausted because the company needs you. This is also so important. So it you know it's a kind of a vicious circle here because you're feeling like. I can't let go because the company needs me. But if I don't let go and, re- and recover, I will not be able to work at this rhythm for a long term. So the company will not be able to have my time and my energy anyway. So think about it. Make sure you plan you know, your days, including both work and rest, so that you can live your purpose fully and really being, um, being there for your people as well. So I want to close up this episode by highlighting the fact that purpose is not something we have to identify. We can live our lives without having a specific purpose, and that's okay, 100%. Your worth is not at stake if you have or have not defined a purpose of yourself, of your work, of your function. You can absolutely go about it Um And, you know, let other people define that for yourself. But the interesting thing is that once you want to define the purpose, if we're going back to what I said in the beginning, to really highlight where you had that energy, that kick, that, you know, that moment of epiphany in your lives, and you want to nurture that energy, that's something you can do. That's something you can choose to do. Here's the power, really, of purpose. That is something you can choose for yourself and you can identify whatever purpose it is that makes sense to you. Uh, going back to what I mentioned before about listening to your own soul and understand what is it that gets, gets you up and excited every day and how do you transform that energy into anything you do in your life, right? See that energy, that pulse, in every activity you do, could be work, it could be leisure, it could be family, it could be relationships, anything you do, see where, where you know, that thought triggers you excitement and try to nurture that and apply it in everything you do. And every time you feel you're getting a little bit low on energy, low on motivation, that's where really your purpose can help you get the energy. And I, I spoke about this in this podcast before, but life is not about happiness. Life is, is about you feeling fulfilled and, and you're feeling you are evolving as a human being. And so purpose to me is just another way for you to be able to do that, for you to be able to evolve, to have that North Star in front of you and live it and breathe it and share it and and build stories around it so it makes it so crisp and crystallize in your mind in the mind of the people around you so so here you get it he- so what are your um, source of energy where is it that you get most exciting excited in your life and can that become your purpose I'm very curious to hear your thoughts and what is the purpose you are deciding for yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Make your first draft and go and start living it. It's going to be evolving. You're going to change it and perfectionate it as you go. Um, And yeah, so have fun with it. I wish you a wonderful week and until next week, bye. Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great, then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I-A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E, and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in, and I will be talking to you next week.